Hello and welcome to Inside Job with V and Pam. We're here to share and discuss ways that we've found joy, meaning, self-love, and purpose in our life journeys. Though our lives have unique trajectories and we all have our own experiences, one truth remains constant. Change is an inside job. Our wish is to share at least one spark that lights your inner flame, helping illuminate what's true for you so that you can find your next right steps. This is episode 15. Today we go back to the holiday season of December 2019. And though it's about realizations over Thanksgiving, this is relevant any time of year. V and Pam talk about living in expectation versus living in intention. Expectation is what we think life is supposed to look like and can keep us stuck in old patterns and reactions. Intention is leading from the heart, not always sure how life will look and being open to possibilities. And when we let go of expectation and give ourselves permission to do something in a new way, we also make room for other people to do the same. What expectations are you carrying in your life right now? Can you see one pattern that you can start to change? How can you bring more intention into your life? Hi, Virginia. Hi, V. Hi, Pam. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, and um, I'm so happy to be here with you today. I need a big. I need a big breath there. <laughs> Yes, it is a big breath kind of day. I'm finding the same thing. Yeah, and so for those of, of you that are listening, we're recording this um, in December, so we've had Thanksgiving and the holidays are upon us, and uh, there's kind of lots of stuff swirling around, so I needed that big pause there. Pausing definitely feels like the name of the game these days, and... Um, in the past, I used to discount that voice and say, oh, I'm just going to keep moving forward because it's the holiday season. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the time when everything is supposed to look and be and smell and taste and unfold a certain way. And there are high, high expectations around this time of year, at least with some people I know. Um, there have been high expectations around this time of year within my own household. And these days I'm finding that um, there is something so much bigger than just the page on the calendar or the number of the day on the calendar. We are fans at my house of the the live action Grinch movie in which Jim Carrey plays the Grinch. And uh, at the very beginning, the little girl is the only one who can kind of see reality for what it is. And all the adults are running around like crazy people, throwing money at the cashier and literally bolting in and out of stores, getting piles and piles of, of gifts. And she stops her dad and says, I see you and mom and everybody getting all crabobbled. And I think, yeah, crabobbled. That's about what it feels like. Um, and as I'm 
saying this, I'm talking about the holidays because that's what's on the calendar, but really what's going on underneath is bigger than the holiday season, bigger than school vacation, bigger than buying presents. Um, it's an unwrapping, if you will, of a new layer of understanding, a new aspect of perception that uh, started around Thanksgiving, so a couple weeks ago, when I noticed that I was not embodying the old stories and patterns around the holiday. Uh, in the past, Thanksgiving Day has been about, for me, has been about making sure that everything is timed as close to perfectly as possible. So the dinner gets out on the table somewhere between 1 and 1.30 and everybody gets fed a nice warm meal and there's plenty of gravy and we have leftovers for sandwiches. And to that end, the whole morning is just spent in a very task-oriented way. And I've always hated that. And I grew up watching my mother do it. And I grew up watching her hate it. And I grew up understanding that the holiday that she said was her favorite was not the one that made her feel as though it was her favorite until after it was already done. So in the moment of preparing food and making plans and laying all the groundwork she was resisting every step of the way and all the ego voices were rampant in her head they're going to eat it in 20 minutes nobody's going to care whether you make this or that you know you're the only one who's getting all twisty about these ingredients or what's going into that casserole or she would i could hear her literally sometimes muttering to herself so the whole holiday that she said she loved the most, Thanksgiving, because there weren't presents and there weren't expectations, except whatever the cook set his or herself around the meal. <laughs> um, she, she struggled through it until she would look at it at the end of the day and say, oh, that was such a lovely day, wasn't it? Everything was just so wonderful such a dichotomy and this year for the very first time I noticed that I was not I was consciously choosing not to follow that pattern and as I even observed it in myself I was quietly mystified as to how this could possibly be happening and how I could be so out-of-body experience sounds really dramatic. <laughs> and at the same time, I have very clear instances during that day of when it was almost as though I was watching myself from about five feet behind myself and a little bit taller. I don't know why that perspective, except that it still gave me an opportunity to see what I was doing. I say all of that to say that during this time of Thanksgiving and Christmas, in the past, I've allowed myself to get crabobbled. I've allowed myself to get sucked in. I've allowed myself to get caught up in the expectations and the urges 
to make it better than last year or to make sure that we spend X dollars because that's what other people spend or to make sure that our kids get this gift and this gift because that looks really cool and that's what all the other kids are getting. And um, I've, I've consciously resisted that and said that that's not my favorite part of the season. But at the same time, I have enacted it, whether subconsciously or consciously, as much as I have said, I hate the hype and the commercialism of the season, I've still bought into it. This year feels different. And it's not because anything else is different. It's because I have a fresh understanding. I have a different perspective. I have shifted. Not sure exactly when. It wasn't a lightning bolt moment. I can just look back over the past 12 months and see where little pieces have clicked into place here and there and circumstances have shifted or turned in one way or another. And I can recognize that where I have consciously chosen to recognize that there's a pattern and then to say, I don't have to do that. Those have been, those have been the lightning bolt moments. It's not the, oh my gosh, the sky is cracking open and there's this message coming from on high to hit me in the forehead. It's the tiny moments of recognition. And not only of recognition, but then to take it one step further and acknowledge that yes, that's what has happened before. That's my memory of this situation or that um, event or this incident. That doesn't mean that I have to do it that way again. As a matter of fact, now that I'm conscious of it in this moment, this hypothetical moment, I can consciously choose how I am going to act and who I am going to be in this moment. Am I going to be the woman who continues to martyr herself only in her own mind because nobody else is suffering from my martyrdom. I'm the one who's saying, oh, after all the things I did today, nobody even said thank you. I tried that for years and years. Instead, this year, I made simple food. I asked for help. I farmed out things that I don't care to do because I wanted to enjoy the morning with my family. And I got to because I asked people for help and they took up the opportunity and happily contributed to the meal. And we thanked each other for making the meal. And some of the things came in dishes that were handed down in our family. So we got an opportunity to talk about the people who weren't at the table. In a wistful way, in a reminiscent way, not in a sad and heartbroken way. It was really lovely. 
and all of those opportunities had room, I believe, because I made the room to have them. I gave myself the opportunity to observe what was going on and to decide whether I was going to be the bitter and resentful woman standing at the sink scrubbing every dish while everybody else was enjoying themselves. Or if I was going to say, you know, if you could wash those 10 plates and some forks before dessert, that would be awesome. It was a total, and none of those things by themselves are monumental, right? And for some people, that might be no big deal. But for my story, for my past experiences, for all this time, that was a big deal. I remember my mother getting into, quote unquote, friendly discussions with people over whether or not she was going to accept their help in cleanup, which actually turned in to just short of an argument because she was so adamant that nobody else could help her in her kitchen. And she told herself the story that it was because how the kitchen was laid out, that there wasn't enough room for people to help clean up, that she had to do it all herself. And she ended up missing so many opportunities for connection and conversation because she sequestered herself because she believed that was the way it had to be because her mother had done that. So I find myself in this past less than a month tugging the one string, the holiday string, and unraveling all of these stories about how it should be and how I should feel and what I should be doing. And instead of buying into them and saying, oh, that's the only way that anybody's going to enjoy the day, I say, you know what? I'd really like to enjoy the day. What can I do to help myself enjoy the day so that I can enjoy the day with my family? It's not selfish. It's self-full. It allows me to be present, to be conscious, to engage, rather than grumbling and muttering to myself because I have to make sure the green bean casserole gets in the oven in 20 minutes because otherwise nobody's going to have green bean casserole and everybody loves it so much. <laughs> the gourmet delight. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong, I'm not dissing green bean casserole. <laughs> When we recognize that we can give ourselves permission, I think this is what the crux of this is, and thank you for letting me process this here today because it's been swirling, and I felt like I needed to understand it, and I knew this would be a safe place to unpack it. So thank you. When we give ourselves permission to observe from a place within ourselves that is centered and grounded rather than detached and flighty or overly intellectualized. When we give ourselves permission to stand in our truth and ask ourselves, like you talked about, honey, what do you need? And we can answer ourselves honestly, what I need right now is a cup of tea in 15 minutes in the living room with my boys. 
or 20 minutes with my uncle at the dining room table to watch the birds out the backyard window. We offer not only ourselves, but everyone else the opportunity to have a whole different experience. Because if I come to that experience from a place of calm and relaxed and open to receiving and open to exchanging and my energy is flowing, I give that gift to everyone who's there. When I, th when I think about it in my head, instead of just feeling it in my soul, I think to myself, well, who would I rather be around? The cranky martyr who feels like everything has to be Martha Stewart perfect? Or the relaxed, benevolent dictatress who says, these are the things I'm making and I'm asking you to do this because I know you're good at it and I want you to take care of that because you do it so well. When one person is relaxed, everybody's relaxed because we, our energies are all connected, whether we care to believe it or not. When somebody comes into the room who's angry and tense, it changes the temperature of the room. So when I give myself that gift of conscious awareness and permission, I also give it to everybody else who's sharing the experience. And that is the gift that I am going to offer to everyone in my space over this holiday season. The gift of conscious awareness and the gift of permission. So thank you. Oh, it's my pleasure. And uh, wow, I, I, I want all of our listeners to know that we very rarely know exactly what we're going to talk about. And oftentimes we start talking and then hit the record button. And that's what happened today. Um, because I could hear something happening for you. And um, for, for, from an outside point of view, Virginia, I think this shift's been happening all year long. And I think Thanksgiving probably gave you the perfect opportunity to roll up your sleeves and get messy with it. <laughs> um, and I, I just wanted to share um, what came out of this from hearing you speak was the difference between and maybe this is a whole other podcast, but we'll, we'll finish up with this. The difference between expectation and intention. Yes. Expectation is the TV movie of the week polished version with good lighting and a soundtrack. And intention is, I have no idea how this is going to go, but I know what my heart wants and I will do my part. And there's no like real to be viewing and to be, um, you know, hoping for it's, it's happening moment to moment. And that's why you had that beautiful experience, which was sharing Thanksgiving rather than doing Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I can think of so many situations in my life where it's not a holiday and I lead with expectations instead of intentions. I'm really happy for you and for your family and for um, all that is to come. We won't do this perfectly. 
but we get the opportunity to remember and like you said we have the awareness that I have the choice to choose and I choose to lead with intention and with 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 what is on my heart and to let go of the old patterns and the old ways and they'll still creep in here and there but we'll know we'll know when they're happening <laughs> because now they're like a little neon sign yes. and <laughs> yes and uh and then when you forget that last ditch ditch uh, dish in the fridge of like you know the cranberry jello yes. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter <laughs> you yes. can have it the next day <laughs> Yeah, nobody's brought to tears because no, no cranberry jello. Yeah. And that's exactly. happened. Oh, I cannot even or the olive tray or something oh, like that. The olive tray. <laughs> like the stuffed dates. We How forgot to we put the nuts out. Yeah. The stuffed dates. <laughs> I don't know. I know. Oh yeah. gosh, yeah. thank you so much for today. And um this is how it goes. We have these ideas, and when we start to bring them out, share them with another person, um, things start to percolate. And for me, hearing what you said, it really brought something forward in me that, uh, yeah, I'm going into this season, and I'm going to look for it in everyday things in life, too, with intention and not expectations. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to see what happens. I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening today. We are so grateful for you. And if you have a topic or a thought or a question, anything you'd like to share, please reach out at coachpamdavis at gmail.com. And we hope you'll join us next time on Inside Job with B and P. And remember, change is an inside job. Thanks so much for listening today. Please share your comments, questions, and ideas by contacting us at coachpamdavis at gmail.com. We hope you'll join us next time on Inside Job with V and Pam. And remember, change is an inside job.